Podcast Network Asia. If I were to give one piece of advice, it will always be the same, and it is to be consistent. Whatever your rhythm, whatever your your frequency is, just be consistent. Whether is it once a week, twice a week, three times a week, four times a week, five times a week, whatever. My mortal, I'm Stanley Chi, your host for the Underpaid Podcast. It's a pro-employee podcast na siguradong relatable sa lahat ng nag-opisina o work from home. So subscribe to Underpaid and enjoy the show. Mga Immortal, welcome to the Underpaid Podcast. I'm your host, Stanley Chi. Ito ang podcast sa pro-employee para sa mga immortal. In this episode, ang guest natin is one of the owners of an advertising agency in Singapore and is here in the Philippines kasi meron siyang mga ginawang bagong learnings na sinyer sa mga kababayan natin. And he's also a trainer for the NAS Academy. So let's all welcome Mr. Jeremiah Su. Hello, hello, Stanley. Very, very happy to be on this podcast with you. Hi, Jeremiah. What brings you here in the Philippines? What brought you here? I'm actually here to host a marketing conference that happened yesterday at the Crown Plaza Manila Galleria Hotel. <laughs> It's a very long name. And it was very, very fun because a lot of people came, about 200 attendees physically and over 200 people virtually. So it was a hybrid conference. And it was the first physical conference that this company organized. It's called Marketech APEC. So yeah, glad to be in Manila. Yeah. So what were the new learnings that you shared for the marketing people and those who attended who works in an advertising agency? What are the latest trends that you can share? Wow, that's a good question. So the the conference itself is called What's Next 2023? And a lot of very, very, uh, I would say, leaders in industry, both agency and brand side, shared a lot about their findings in the last year and also what to expect coming this year itself. And a lot of the conversations actually revolved around having empathy, being real, and also not to um, have misinformation or fake news. So it was very, very interesting to hear from people like Shopback, from people like Meltwater. Even the head of the SM Mega Malls was there together in a, in a panel session talking, even uh, Sheila Paul you know, from, from Home Credit Philippines was there to also share. And apart from whatever I shared, you know, I think my main takeaway from hosting the event itself is that brands and agencies need to do better for customers, for human beings, and to not keep manipulating or blurring the lines between ethics and marketing. So that was my main takeaway. And it was very, very insightful learning from all of these leaders of industry. Okay. What's the best marketing uh, technique for this 2023, aside from keeping it real? Best marketing technique? Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly speaking, I think the best marketing technique is to work with micro-influencers for micro-moments. So what do I mean by that? Yeah. In the past... We will always work with, you know, mega influencers, people who have 1 million, 5 million or 10 million followers. But in this day and age, because of authenticity being real, micro-influencers who have maybe 10,000 followers actually highly favored for marketing campaigns because 
their reach is more targeted and they can have more intimate conversations with their community. So, an uh, interesting thing about this is that Meltwater, now Meltwater is a data-driven company. They are very, very similar to AC Nielsen. So, Weldon Fung from Meltwater actually shared about communities, about micro-influencers, and also about micro-moments and how micro-influencers now have a obsession with the kind of content that they create. And it actually builds a deeper, better relationship with their audience and the community. So if there was one takeaway, really the marketing strategy for 2023 is to work with micro-influencers. How do you explain the micro-moments? Okay, micro-moments are basically short form. Mm. So things like TikTok, Instagram Reels, Facebook Reels, even Shorts, YouTube Shorts. All of these are micro moments because it is confined to 60 seconds or less. Okay. Right? So very, very similar to back then with Snapchat, with Vine. Yeah. All of these micro moments of my life, you know, okay. stories as yeah. well. So those are micro moments. So does it mean that long form content is not marketable anymore? That when you no, advertise no, no. on a YouTube, on a long YouTube video? No, no, no. You, long form still has a marketplace and market share because... From these micro moments, it actually leads your community or your viewers back to the longer form. Because micro moments gives the community or your viewers a glimpse of who you are, what you do, what your life is. And then if they are interested, you then can then lead them back to the longer form to cement that relationship. Because long form, you need a lot of commitment to dedicate watching. Even a three-minute video is considered long already. Oh, okay. Because the attention span of the people right now, of the audience is getting shorter. So exactly. how would advertising agencies react? Because brands can go direct to the micro-influencers already. Correct. Does it mean that the advertising agencies are getting um, smaller already and um, they're running out of business? Okay, very interesting point, but I would say yes and no. Yes, because brands are getting smarter they are removing the middleman and going yeah. direct influencers. It's very easy. You just scroll Instagram. You can even use hashtags or discoverability to find micro-influencers, right? But on the other hand, brands do not have the time to sift through 50 micro-influencers to pick five. That's where the agencies come into play as a gatekeeper. Because agencies, they work with a lot of brands. They do and create and produce a lot of campaigns and they have a repository of resources, right? And within these resources, of course, they have a list of influencers that they work with, but also the niche or the focus these influencers are in. Because if you are PNG, you won't work with a tech influencer, right? Yeah. So yes and no. But in hindsight, I think that agencies are scaling down Okay. Because of the nimbleness and agility that smaller agencies can give brands. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For a guy who owns an advertising agency in Singapore, what's the difference from uh, working here in the Philippines versus in Singapore? Okay. This is a very interesting question. It might encourage a lot of country debate. But honestly, right, when I went for the marketing conference, I was shocked to see almost 95% tables 
full. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't get cancelled for this. Ninety-five <laughs> percent, um, meaning it was almost full house. Yeah. And for me, coming from Singapore, coming from Singapore conferences, it was a shock, a culture shock, because in Singapore, our events usually is sixty to seventy percent occupancy, meaning you will see empty seats, you will see empty yeah. tables. But wow, the Manila conference that happened yesterday, I was. I was like, I'm sucking the energy from the audience, man, because there's so many people there. Maybe because it is the first physical event after two years for this company, and it was, it was like a breath of fresh air, right? But when it comes to working styles, I think Singapore agencies are very to the book, very tight, and yeah. sometimes safe, right? But when I had conversations with Shopback, when I had conversations with CRK, right? Uh, Clark International Airport yesterday, their way of doing things is really very collaborative. It is very crazy. It is very creative, right? A lot of C words. And, yeah. it, and it was very, very nice to listen to them, how they do their campaigns, how they reach out to people and how they build relationships with their audiences especially for the Clark International Airport. They actually do, did an entire revamp. They are trying to make the airport tech-driven, right? With laser-guided system, guiding systems for planes to land on, for contactless entry and check-in uh, processes. And it was very interesting because at the NIAI, it took me about, you know, a long time just to exit the airport. Uh, but Naia yeah. International, um, Ninoy Aquino International Airport, Naia. Oh, Naia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naia and and Clark was like, oh, one hour to check, one hour or more to check in. Huh, not at Clark, <laughs> you know. So it was very interesting. <laughs> that I mean, that wasn't their campaign slogan, but it was the underlying message for all their marketing messages. So to me, that was very very interesting, and I learned a lot. Oh, cool, cool. Hi, I'm Francis Kong, and this is Inspiring Excellence, a podcast that will guide you to the path of excellence and inspiration one episode at a time. Success is totally achievable, and in this podcast, I've got a lot of good stuff, and I want to share it with as many people as I can, and technology makes this possible. Ready to be the best you can ever be? Listen to Inspiring Excellence on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or other podcast streaming platforms now. Now, back to the episode. So, if you're a small brand starting out, you wouldn't recommend working or getting an advertising agency to work with you. You would recommend them to work with micro-influencers, those with... 10,000 followers below. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. It's more targeted, but would you um, guarantee that the, all these 10,000 followers would support the product? Or no. all 60%? No? Well, in terms of attrition rate, probably as the campaign goes on longer, the amount of interest might win. But that is where you need to um, spread your seeds, right? So instead of getting one micro-influencer, maybe get a few. And then from these few micro-influencers, that is when you can track your success based on the amount of engagements or at least the conversation started and conversions. Okay. 
How about boosting on social media, boosting your post? Would you recommend it? Yeah, why not, man? I mean, if there are elements that can help prime your campaign, your product, or your service for success, do it, man. 500 pesos or even 1,000 pesos a month, good enough. It just helps to kickstart the organic reach based it's, on boosted posting. And it's, I think it's cheaper instead of going to events and uh, or yeah. maybe having a booth in different events, it's cheaper if you oh, boost on social for sure. media. For sure, for sure. Do you boost videos on YouTube? Uh, yeah, our pre-roll ads for clients. Yes, we do. Mm. Or unskippable ads. Yep. How would you treat your employees in Singapore? What's wow, the that was a very... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fast. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> How would I treat my employees in Singapore with love, with respect, and to see them as a tribe, not as family? Because, as a tribe. Uh, yes. Family, right? The connotation with family is that, oh, you can complacent. You might take them for granted because we yeah. are blood. But why do I say like a tribe and not a family? Because a tribe consists of people who are individuals coming together for a common goal to achieve a common objective. Right? So it is almost like a marriage. We are different people coming together. But the thing is, right, As even as a tribe, I always tell them that my company, Super Minted, is like a school. You come here for two years and then you graduate to a bigger agency or graduate over to client side because I do not believe that Sumer Binted is a place for you to stay forever. Yes, for the owners, for the shareholders, of course, because we have our we have vested interests and stake in a company. But for employees, I always tell them, okay, come in here into Super Minted, learn whatever you want to learn. And once you feel that there is no more career progression or personal growth, then have a conversation with me and then we will see how to exit you and graduate you to better, greener pastures. So you you recommend different companies to them. You can apply in this company, so-and-so, yeah. and, so, and you can give a recommendation letter or maybe give a call. So recently, one of our editors, video editors, because of capacity and also because of the lull period, we had to exit him from the company, right? But a lot of other companies, what they'll do is, oh, they'll just do an exit interview and then they will leave and goodbye. Yeah. But what we did is actually to find at least three different similar companies, whether it's in video production or agency or creative, and then have conversations with them. Say, hey, are you looking for an offline editor? And then we basically got him interviews and helped him uh, to get back on his feet. So in a way, we don't believe in, oh, you know what? You're on your own. And then that's it. We always believe that bridges, even though they are built, they can still remain structural and sound instead of burning bridges, like how a lot of people usually do. So yeah. Oh, so you're you're what they call an ideal boss. No, no, no. I wouldn't say an ideal boss, an idealistic boss, maybe. <laughs> yeah, do, you but not them, uh, do you give your employees raise or maybe give them bonuses? Yeah, of course. of course. The um, uh, last year itself, because we had a very good year, we gave everyone bonuses. This year itself, I mean, it's only in March, so yet to be seen. But of course, pay raises needs to be done. And for us, it is always a yearly affair, 
right? We will go through two different reviews in a year. One is a performance review and one is a market review. And we will always, always realign salaries based on market or performance. Okay. Because people deserve it, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. For employees who want to ask for a salary raise, an increase, what's the best way for them to ask from their bosses? Very, so you're, a gener- you're a very very generous boss. You give salary increases every year. For What if um an employee in the Philippines wants to get a pay raise? Wow, in the Philippines? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I don't really understand the nuance of the culture and all, but I would always suggest to be super straightforward. And before approaching your general manager, your supervisor, or the person, key decision maker in, in raising your salary, is to always be honest with your intentions. Enter the room and say, hey, Stanley, so I've been working for three years. I have accomplished A, B, C, and I've helped the company to grow X, Y, Z. I believe that I want to be fairly compensated and my salary increase or my asking is one, two, three. Just, just lay everything out on the table and then see what the supervisor or the boss responds. Because if the boss says, oh, you know, it's been a bad year. I understand. I would love to give you, but our company is not doing well. And if he or she is being truthful, then it's fine. But if the person says, huh, no, why do you think you deserve a, a raise, right? Who, who are you to, to, to ask for a raise? Oh, then red flag, my friends, leave the company and go elsewhere because this boss or this person doesn't have your best intentions at heart. So that's a good advice, uh, Jeremiah. You've been a trainer for NAS Academy. Mm. Oh, th- you do this as a side hustle, being a trainer for NAS Academy, right? But your main job is with Superminted. That's your main business. What's it like teaching new content creators, beginners, and people in the advanced level? Okay. If I were to give one piece of advice, it will always be the same. And it is to be consistent. Whatever your rhythm, whatever your your frequency is, just be consistent. Whether is it once a week, twice a week, three times a week, four times a week, five times a week, whatever. Because time and time again, I have witnessed and I have observed how consistency will help you grow. And I have so many stories of how people started out with, oh, you know, just 1,000 people. 1,000 followers, but consistent three, five months later, now growing to half a million or a quarter million. It can be done. It can be done. It can be done. Uh, So all social media platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, they all work the same. If you are consistent, you can gain a lot of followers. I wouldn't say it is consistent throughout all the platforms, but I have definitely seen this in Instagram and TikTok. Hindi ka na ba happy sa relationship mo sa buhay? Baka makatulong kami sa inyong dilemma. Ako po si Coach Chinky. And I'm Coach Novi. Check us out in our Happy Spouse, Happy House Podcast powered by Podcast Network Asia. Every week po, pag-uusapan namin ang lahat ng klaseng relasyon tungkol sa pamilya. We are here to build stronger relationships one family at a time. Dahil kami ay naniniwala Bawat pamilya, may pag-asa! For you, what's the best uh, social media platform? 
Okay, for me, the best is actually Instagram because I'm very lazy. Alright? So, <laughs> I used to spend time to create on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube shots. But then because I, I looked at my historical data and I realized that my best performing is Instagram and people like when I share about my life as a owner, right? As a business owner and a trainer. So I just stuck to Instagram doing stories and building relationships there because most of the followers on Instagram know me somewhere, somehow. Whether is it from work, whether is it from the academy, or whether is it from my walk of life. Okay. So the conversations that I have on Instagram, messages and everything is very, very intimate. It's not like TikTok where your followers don't really know you personally, right? Haven't really met you. So that is where my best performing platform is, Instagram. Okay. If you're your best performing platform on Instagram, then you use the vanity hashtags. Do no. you use the hashtag Jeremiah Su? No, I don't. Because oh. <laughs> I, I got no vanity. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you uh, uh, went to a different country for your, um, for your hair. Yes. Yeah. I, went so, to, I went to Istanbul. Istanbul. Is it that expensive? No, not at all. It only cost me 3,000 euros for the procedure for consultation, pre-consultation and post-consultation and one-year consultation. Uh, medicine, products, hair products in terms of shampoo, in terms of growth serums. Also, a, a three-night stay at a hotel, totally covered. And also food and drinks during the stay and also yeah a lot of things and also uh, like a my my handler or fixer a german guy who's living in istanbul he also brought me around toured me around so it was it was honestly super affordable if i were to do the same procedure in singapore it would have costed me at least twenty thousand us ah as opposed to three thousand euros so it's a very big difference Okay, so you don't get a monthly haircut anymore? Uh, no, I do. I mean, this is this is a, a transplant. So they took hair from my side yeah. and my back and put it here. So I'll still need to get haircuts because the hair will grow. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So who's more popular, you or your cats on Instagram? Oh, definitely <laughs> me because my cats don't have a social presence. <laughs> I don't create like pages or channels for them because yeah. they are they are my they are my children. So yeah. So I think uh most pet owners work hard so that they could give a good life for their cats or dogs. Ah, huh? uh, for sure, for yeah. sure. So where do the people who want to follow you? Where do you? Where do they look in social media? What do they type? Well, they can literally just Google Jeremiah Su, and the first page of Google is everything about me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's my conversation starter. <laughs> All, all uh, super minted, all your NAS Academy training. Um, You've learned a lot from Nusar, right? Uh, NAS daily. Yeah, for sure. What's the best uh, takeaway that you've learned working with Nusar? Okay, the best takeaway is that controversy is good sometimes, okay? And it's, and it's good to be polarizing because when you are plain vanilla on social media, nobody will give a flying about you, okay? <laughs> but if you are polarizing, if you are controversial if you are just ag 
people want to follow because they'll be like, wow, what does Nosaya have to say again today? You know, what kind of nonsense is he going to share? But most of the time, a lot of these nonsense is based off misinformation and fake news, but it is still engagement for him. So that is, that is my takeaway, you know, working with him for almost three years now. Yeah, it's crazy. So um, we're waiting for your training here in the Philippines. I hope that you'll come back soon because you'll be here only till Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So when are you coming back to maybe have a, your own uh, NAS Academy training? Or Jeremiah Su training? Uh, well, we, we, we already have a few trainers based in the Philippines. So I don't think I'll be coming down NAS Academy capacity, but definitely probably with the Markatech APEC group because they are having a few more conferences and they have expressed you know, their, their desire to have Jeremiah continue to host <laughs> because apparently from feedback from the audience and also people who came up to me and had chats with me during and after the conference they were like wow Jeremiah you're the most energetic host I've ever seen man you you really like living up the entire session and I was telling them oh it's only because of the NAS Academy they trained me well to <laughs> be 150% so you've been you've been dancing while hosting the the event yesterday <laughs> Okay, I mean, certain points, okay, I yeah. dance. But I'm not doing like a full show. <laughs> I dance for them, okay? So I do what I can. I do what I can to keep the engagement and to retain the attention of the audience because my mantra in life as a trainer is always to educate, entertain, inform, and inspire. And if I don't do any of these four, I have failed in my own capacity as a host as a trainer, as an MC. Oh, that's very nice advice, uh, Jeremiah. I hope to see you in person, maybe in the studio, in the next guesting. Uh, Stanley, you're, you're, you're joining me tonight for, for KTV. <laughs> so. But I don't sing. I just uh, join for food and drinks. Yeah, uh, never mind. Watch me sing and make a fool of myself. Ah, uh, Then you can see the song and dance live. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much, Jeremiah. Please greet all the listeners of Underpaid. Okay, listeners and followers of Underpaid, it's been an honor. Stanley is an amazing person. And if you really, really want to learn more about how to break out of the cycle, I would highly, highly suggest following this guy called Andrew Hormozzi on Instagram. Okay, he is a very, very prolific entrepreneur making a lot of money and he's always sharing tips and tricks on how to build a better revenue pipeline for yourself as an owner or how to break out of the cycle as an employee so okay. hopefully that works for you it's yeah. been an honor to be on this show thank you stanley for the invite thank you jeremiah su ayan po mga kapatid mga immortal mga kafeeling o oh, yan na mga binanggit ko na mga racket ko sa ibang network <laughs> Uh, the Underpaid Podcast is produced by Podcast Network Asia and we have episodes every Mondays and Thursdays. Please subscribe to our Spotify account, the Apple Podcast, and kung sama kayo nakikinig ng mga podcasts, okay? So there you have it, guys. For Mr. Jeremiah Su, I'm your host, Stanley Chi. This is the Underpaid Podcast. Bye. Salamat, Pogi. <laughs> <laughs>
And that's another episode of Underpaid with Stanley Chi. Hit that follow button to get updated with our new episodes. Follow us at our socials at The Underpaid Podcast. Kita-kits, mga immortal. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>